Welcome to the Prodigies Podcast, a forum for digging into the world of fitness, of health and wellness, of wholeness, specifically for teens and young adults. With special attention to the CrossFit athlete, we'll discuss all the things you want to know. Training, competition, nutrition, mental health, injuries, hormones, social media, family, relationships, and more. All right, welcome guys. Welcome to the Prodigies podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Price, and I am coming to you from Southwest Michigan. I am sitting in front of something so cool that I want to tell you all about in just a minute. Uh, And I am so excited to be talking to you today. This is actually episode number 10. I've had nine previous episodes uh, in 2023. And today we I want to go over some of the updates to the CrossFit Games for the Teens in 2024. And I've got Brock Yost on here. He's the executive director. And I'll get to him in just a minute. Uh, before I do that, I just wanted to reiterate sort of what I am and what we plan to do here with the Prodigies podcast. So just uh, bear with me for just a minute. A couple uh, details here. So my interest in CrossFit competition started with my son, Azariah Price. And here he is with his second place photo finish at the CrossFit Games' last event in 2019. It was a really great year. It was really fun to be there. He uh, started CrossFit in 2016. I bought him a month membership at CrossFit Elkhart to just see if he would like it. And I bought it and I said, if you hate it, you don't have to go back but just do it for a month. I was pretty sure that two things would happen. Number one, he would be good at it because kids are good at CrossFit. And that's some of the stuff that we'll talk about here on Prodigy's podcast. So kids don't have bad habits to unlearn. Kids are naturally very flexible. You ever seen a little kid squat? It's amazing, right? Uh, Kids are teachable for the most part. They're good at gymnastics. And they're a lot stronger than sometimes people think. And so I knew that he would probably be pretty good at it. And once he was good at it, he would get some good dopamine, some good feelings, and he would want more. And that's exactly what happened. The second thing I thought would probably happen is that he would get some muscles. And every boy, aside from height, wants muscles. And uh, that happened as well. Once he was getting pretty good at it, I remember he came to me and he said, Mom, I think I could go to the CrossFit Games. Now, I didn't know that the CrossFit Games even had a teen division. I wasn't well versed in that world of of competitive CrossFit. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, my first thought was that's probably crazy. I figured it was like a little kid that thinks he's going to go to the NBA or going to go to the Olympics or the NFL. And I thought, that's kind of strange. But I thought, well, you know, I'm kind of a go-getter and a resourcer. And so I thought, well, let's just look into it. We started comparing his scores, what would be in his scores, uh, against the kids that were a little bit older than him that were actually competing in the Open. And we saw that he was actually pretty good. And so we saw a coach and we went through a, a few things to find him what he needed. And pretty soon... I was well immersed into CrossFit teenage competition. So this is Azariah circa probably 2019 Granite Games. He did very well. I think he finished second that year, but he 
uh, we went to probably nine CrossFit competitions in like a two and a half year period of time. And I mean, the big ones, you know, Wadapalooza, Granite Games, the CrossFit Games, the fittest experience, a lot of travel, a lot of training, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, tears, <laughs> mine, that went into CrossFit competition. And so I had to learn a lot. And I was always looking something up. And I was trying to find out, you know, what does he need to eat and how much does he need to sleep and what kind of coaching does he need and how can I fundraise for these competitions and are there other parents like me out there that I can talk to? And in doing all of that, I didn't find the wealth of information that I wanted. And so I got to the point where I said, maybe I will just have to create it. So, uh, oh, this is Azariah here. Uh, recently, this was just this past weekend in Brighton, Michigan, and you'll probably recognize these pretty faces. So Rebecca Devine and Haley Rolf, both CrossFit Games athletes, both Michiganders, and they, they and Gavin Charvat from Triple River CrossFit all competed in Turf Wars in Brighton. And of course they won. And I got to hear the play-by-play -play from my son over the phone, which just warms a mom's heart. So uh, that's, he's still competing and he's still friends with, with the competitors and the friends that he's made over the years. And that to me is precious and priceless. So when I realized that I was going to have to kind of dig in and, and find out these this information, I started to do that. In 2020, you may recognize this picture as well. So this was the original 46 of the, the elite team throwdown, which we held in 2020. I think some people on the sides are cut off. Sorry, kids. But uh, when I put together this competition, which I'm the event coordinator, I was very, uh, again, just digging into all of the issues that are particularly crucial to your demographic, teens and young adults. And I discovered that there just wasn't a ton of specialists out there, or at least I couldn't find them, or not a lot of media coverage or resources. So I decided that I was going to make my own. And so I car, uh, Talk to Scott Schweitzer. He's from Clydesdale Media. Love you, Scott. Shout out to you and to Clydesdale for taking a chance on me. And we started this podcast in 2023. It was called The Copper Hopper. I had nine episodes under that name. And uh, they were fun and, and lots of good content and just such great kids and so much potential. But then, frankly, I got busy and I got busy with the Pit Team Throwdown. This is 2024. and or, sorry, sorry, 2023, you guys. I have 24 on the brain and you know why. So uh, 2023 was, again, our fourth year. And uh, that just takes up the bulk of the summer in my life, just FYI. And so after the big announcement was made that we at the Pit Teen Throwdown will be hosting the CrossFit Games for the teens, which is this right here, the Teenage CrossFit Games by Pit Teen Throwdown. That's us. That's me. I'm the director of operations. I'm also the co-founder. Uh, I, Scott and I got talking again. And I said, let's revive the Prodigies podcast because there's just so much to talk about with regard to these kids. 
with regard to their parents, with regard to your training and just your life in general. There's a lot of stories to tell and I want to do my part to see that happen. And so uh, we decided to repurpose and reposition this particular podcast as a prodigies podcast. Sorry. And uh, I'm going to let Brock explain why the word prodigy is so important and what it really means to us. Uh, But that's what we are. So we're a podcast here whose primary focus is going to be on the teenage and young adult CrossFit athlete. And we're very excited to uh, move forward into this, the end of this year and into 2024 and cover all the things. So make sure you're messaging me and letting me know what you want to see. And we'll get on here and have all kinds of discussions and it'll be awesome. So I'm looking forward to it. I did promise to tell you a little bit about my background Uh, which maybe I'll do a separate video at some point. But uh, behind me is a queen-size blanket. Let me remove this. You might be able to see a little bit more. Behind me is a queen-size blanket that my sister made. She's a seamstress. She got that jean. I did not. And it's two-sided. If you guys can see, it has two sides. And on each side is 42 squares. And in each square is at least one shirt that I have gotten over the years, either from my own son, like this one right here, that's Ezra's 2019 game shirt that we um, sold for a fundraiser, or uh, I have gotten as a volunteer, uh, as a medical volunteer, there's one down there, or that I have purchased from other kids, like you see Jack Hoffmeister's up there, or I have just gotten through various uh, various ways, as I know many of you have the same, the same, uh, the same dilemma where you have stacks and stacks of CrossFit shirts. So this was just such an awesome thing that is priceless and share. I cherish this. So I decided to make it the podcast background, even though you don't see a ton of it. So I might move it from time to time so you can see some different squares. Uh, let's see. This one is Will Barnes from Texas. Uh, above him is Gardner Webb University, which has a CrossFit club there. Uh, we'll get into things like that on this podcast. So before I go on and on, I want to make sure we um, get to Brock. Brock Yost. He is our executive director of the Pit Team Throwdown. And I'm going to let him introduce himself and get us going today, talking about the changes that just came out or the more information that just came out from CrossFit HQ. All right, Brock. Well, if you'd like to introduce yourself and tell us a little more about yourself, we know you're the executive director of the Pit Team Throwdown. You're a father, you're a husband, you're a brother, you're a son, you're a coach for this local high school and the strength and conditioning program, powerlifting, among other things. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I know you've been an athlete and other things. And then I'd like you to sort of De- define the word prodigy and why it's such an important part of what we're doing at the pit this year. Yeah. So what's up guys, Brock Yost, Pit Fitness Ranch. Um, you know, yeah, like Steph said, I'm the strength conditioning coach at our local high school. I've worked with several large teams, some of them over a hundred lifters on the same team uh, that went through a full season and competed at the end. And then I've also uh, worked with individuals, you know, uh, via uh, Zoom or uh, video call as well. So um, right now I'm currently seeing about 300 kids a day. 
that come through strength and conditioning program. Additionally, you know, the handful of kids that come through the gym as well. So, yeah, so Ben doing this, uh, I pretty much wrapped my whole last 10 years around your demographic alone. And I'm seriously passionate about growing the awareness of this particular uh, demographic when it comes to sport and just overall health. And when we, uh, as far as the word prodigy goes, if you guys are watching online right now, you can see the uh, the graphic that Steph has pulled up. It says prodigy is a person, especially a child or young person, having extraordinary talent or ability. So, you know, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty big um, title to hold. And when we were searching for a word that we could call the fittest teens in the world under the uh, uh, umbrella age groups from CrossFit, I mean, age groups is, it's a definition for sure, but it doesn't do justice, in my opinion, for what these kids are really when you, when you achieve that level. And um, sort of where I came with the first thought was, talking to the guys at legends and just really being able to digest what a legend is and what kind of a, um, you know, a coveted title that is to achieve. And uh, when you think of something that is sort of the, on the reverse end of a legend, uh, like a child legend would be a prodigy in our opinion. We kicked a few around. This is where we landed and we're starting to really like it the more and more we talk about it. So um, now instead of saying age groups, you could say legends and prodigies someday and everybody's gonna know what that means and you guys will be the prodigies. So um, this is a rebranding re process from Pit Team Throwdowns. And the reason why we wanted to start this rebranding process is because of that collegiate world that we're going into. Because um, not everybody is teens in this prodigy underneath this prodigy label uh the prodigy label is the youth of crossfit okay so it's 22 to 14 for lack of better words is what we're calling prodigies whether it be um an event that we will talk about a little bit more uh that we're considering calling collegiate worlds whether it be the um actual crossfit games the teenage crossfit games whether it be our varsity jv freshman divisions on our uh, pit team throwdown competition, whatever it is, it's going to fall under this label of a prodigy athlete um, through through our program. Cool. I love it, too. And I think that, you know, I think it's safe to say that every young person has some extraordinary talent or ability. And then we just get the privilege of helping you discover it maybe or expose it or uh, showcase it. So that's super awesome. Brock, I know we want to get into some of the details about the 2024 Teenage CrossFit Games. Uh, before we do that, could you just give me the short version of what it was like when uh, you got that phone call from, from Dave Castro? So technically, I didn't get a phone call from Dave Castro. The story, the real, the real story is a little embarrassing on my end. I had an email in my inbox from Heather, and I didn't, I didn't see it right away. 
it, I think it had been two days or so, which is quite a while, but I am very busy in my defense. And if I'm not anticipating, you know, somebody important is going to be shooting me something that needs to be maybe uh, uh, responded to right away, then, you know, I'm just a little bit more uh, relaxed on checking my email, so to speak. Uh, I haven't been that important of a guy that often, right? So, but, um, so yeah, I, I realized that it was Heather and I go, oh, shoot. And right about the time I realized it, I noticed that she had just sent me another one like five minutes prior to me getting on there, seeing that. And I, I read that and um, jumped on a, I, I feel like she was like, can you talk right away or something like that? Then I went ahead and said, sure. And then her and Dave called and we, we had that conversation. So that's the full story. If I'm going to be, uh, uh, you know, transparent about the whole situation but either way you know it was a surreal moment because we've all our whole team i mean we have like i always say i hate to start going down the list naming names but i mean you got to name brad and christian and autumn and obviously steph and ashley and i mean there there's there's Every, we we have so many people that have invested into this thing over the last three, four years that have really earned earned the chance to be noticed, I guess is the best way to say. And when we um when I when I got that I guess your question is when I had that phone call, what was my reaction? It was just a very proud feeling for everybody, you know, for our whole team. It was like it was like that proud feeling. Like I wanted to just give everybody a big hug and say like, you guys check this out. Like this, all these dreams that we have of elevating this platform to where we want it to be for the reasons that all the kids want and the parents want and we want is happening. And it, it also made me very proud of CrossFit in general because we felt that we were doing an awesome job and we also were hearing that we were doing an awesome job from a lot of people and when CrossFit finally called us and said hey you guys are doing an awesome job and we would like to not only tell you you're doing a great job but we would like to offer you the opportunity to take over this division and for lack of better words um, run with it you know under their guidance that was that was another feeling of pride that I had that I am you know I'm an affiliate owner with my wife Autumn and we're 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 very um, critical on the way CrossFit makes decisions and handles things and when they made this particular decision to to hire us and hire Legends right away it was a feeling like they were doing the right thing in our opinion. And you may say that feeling was sort of, um, you know, it should feel that way because we, it's our thing and it feels good because there's being given to us, but you know, we're very confident and we know we are the best in this as well because we um, are operating out of passion. We're not operating out of a business model that we're trying to make a bunch of money. We're operating because we're passionate about the sport. We're passionate about growing our platform of health and, just overall fitness for this youth community 
And I think that the, the number one feeling to answer your question in the longest way possible here is pride. Yeah. Yeah, just straight yeah. pride for everybody, including myself and my wife and, and you and our whole team. So. Yeah, it was definitely a, a pretty good feeling. And I'm still riding that high as we go into this season. So CrossFit just came out with another announcement and just more information about what this 2024 season is going to look like. And I figured we just kind of get into it and make sure to answer as many questions as we possibly can with us sitting right here. Uh, so one of the questions that the kids were all asking is, what are you guys going to be called? Are you still the CrossFit Games? And the answer is unequivocally, yes, right? We are the CrossFit Games. So this is the official title that CrossFit uh, has given us, and we are gladly accepting. So this year, right, Brock, we're the Teenage CrossFit Games by Pitt Team Throwdown. So we are. We and, and the reason why we, I'll just touch on that for a quick second. The reason why we wanted to keep it by pit team throwdown is because we do, you know, and like I say, this is all of confidence. This isn't, I hopefully, hopefully this doesn't come off arrogant. Uh, anybody that knows me is it's not my normal bag. However, it's not, it's not, um, it's not arrogant if you can back it up. And we've backed it up over the last three years. And I'm very confident in that. And the pit team throwdown brand itself has some, has some, uh, some metal, you know, we've earned the right to be able to put the name Pit Team Throwdown there and people that know Pit Team Throwdown understand what it is and how it's been built. Uh, and that's why we want to go ahead and leave Pit Team Throwdown on there this year so people realize that it is us from the pit and they can rest assured that if they want to see anything, they can go on on our website and look all that up, all the live stream, all of the old workouts, all, all of that um, information is available, opposed to throwing a name like Prodigies up there right away, you know, the Teenage CrossFit Games by Prodigies, it would seem a little bit um, confusing to the whole thing. So we just wanted to leave it as simple and easy to understand as possible, knowing that there are other changes coming down the pipe as well, and we'll slowly work that rebrand in as the year goes on. Nice. If that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. And you'll notice up at the top of this graphic, you'll see that iconic Copper Hopper. And then uh, in the picture is one of our athletes that's been to the pit several times. So we did have four years as the pit team throwdown. And this year, 2024, will be the Teenage CrossFit Games at the pit team throwdown. So Brock, the uh, CrossFit came out with lots of announcements this last announcement, but what they did did not announce was the actual date of our specific championship event. Uh, so you guys can, we can look at the, you know, the open, the quarterfinals, the semis, but we don't know the exact dates of our event. Is there anything that we can tell our listeners about when that event will be? Is there any little hints that we can give them carefully? Uh, it's not changing too much, if oh. any. <laughs> we'll say that. How about that? Uh, at this point, you know, I mean, everything, you know, when you, the thing is about going from running a company, basically, or a competition like we've been doing, opposed to joining forces with a larger company who you're merging with, you know, you want to respect that. So we are respecting that. So anything that we have, as far as a for sure date set in stone in our heads as a team, we have to be um, cautious by um, not not you know assuming that we are going to get what we want because 
uh, number one here for this as we're hired to run a competition for CrossFit. And, uh, you know, right now we're shooting for the same time, but subject to change, obviously. Yeah. Fair enough. And you and you guys out there in the world may know that, you know, there's contracts to sign and and all that kind of stuff. And it all has to be really solidified before we go out there and say too much about it. But as Brock has, has said, it shouldn't change too much. And in Michigan, uh, that particular time of year, the weather's very nice. So that that helps a lot. Uh, all right. So this is something that I'd love to get you to weigh in on. So, you know, we talked about it and CrossFit did seek our input and we had some conversations, uh, just how that qualifying process should go for the CrossFit Games athletes, uh, as, as even including how many and et cetera. So this is what we've come up with. So the Open, I want to say last year was about 6,000 teenagers worldwide signed up for the open. I'm hoping to see more this year. And then this year, this is a change. So going into the quarters, we're going to take the top 25%, not just the top 10%. And then moving on to semis. Hey guys, this is Steph coming at you. Just wanted to let you know that Brock and I recorded this podcast before I was fully aware that CrossFit is accepting 200 teenage athletes to the semifinals, not just 100. So I had worked on some infographics and gotten some information together based on that uh, 100 number, but it is in fact 200. So that's exciting news. That means 200 of you teenagers for each division will be in the semifinals this year, which is just allowing more and more athletes to uh, make it potentially to the CrossFit Games. So we'll see in the semis, 200 of you per division. And then uh, this year uh, at the Games, this was an exciting big announcement. We uh, are going to have 30 athletes in each division. Can you just talk from a coach's perspective, uh, a, a, you know, a programmer perspective, any perspective you want, uh, just, you know, about these numbers and how they're they're good for the sport and good for the kids. Well, I mean, yeah, anytime you allow more kids into another lay, uh, another level, the competition is going to raise up a little bit, too, because those kids who are right on the cusp before are going to fight a little harder to get higher. And those kids that weren't even, you know, sort of in the picture are going to fight to be just on that cusp or barely make it through, right? So it's always going to raise the level of competition on the bottom end. On the top end, you're going to see a lot more of those kids that are kind of um, not taking the open like they have to win it. They're, they're sort of know they're going to qualify through the open. They're going to start focusing a little bit more on quarterfinals or semis. And, um, you know, that same thing just trends up and scales up all the way through all the divisions. Obviously, quarterfinals and semifinals, that top end is going to get even more competitive because they're going to have other kids that have gotten through that may do well on, on things as we start to increase the technicalities or the loads throughout the programming. Um, now, there is one thing on here, Steph. It is a little – they did change that to it's 200, top 200 for each semifinal in each division. That was a, a last minute change literally right. just just today. I sent you, I shot you a text, but I know you've been on calls all morning. So but so that's cool, right? Yeah. So um so they're taking top two hundred in each division to the semis. Wow, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I, that mean you know, that's exciting for me to because I, I comb those leaderboards, as you know, and 
I just know, I just know all those kids that are going to be on there and they're going to be so excited to have made it to that level. So awesome. So we'll make and sure. I will that- say, sorry, y'all real quick. One more thing on that. Uh, in 2020, we had an athlete, Keegan new who had not qualified. I don't believe uh, in 2020, did it, they didn't have semifinals for the teens, did they? Or did they in 2020? I don't, no, I can't remember. I, I Sorry. I think they just had the age group online qualifiers. But either way, Keegan, I believe, took 40th or 30 something in the world and then didn't wouldn't have qualified for the games, right? Well, then he ended up qualifying through our online qualifier process, came to the pit and won. And he he beat a lot of kids that finished way higher than him in in the initial stages of the qualifier through the CrossFit Games process. And I guess my point is, is to say, with allowing this many more kids into the semifinals and into the CrossFit Games, those divisions are going to be bigger as well. And into the CrossFit Games, you're going to see some of those kids that may be really good swimmers or runners or can bike really well or just better at the outdoor type of um, grind or more experienced. And when you throw those types of tests in there in, um, in relation with the CrossFit workouts to make this like perfect test, you're going to see some kids that may not have normally been up there to mix things up, up there mixing things up. (laughs) Does that make sense? It does. And, and I like what you said about if I knew that, top 25% were moving on, I wouldn't blow myself out in that, in that open. And so you might have, I'm not going to call them sandbaggers. That's not what I mean. But, you know, you might have some kids that really come from behind and surprise you because they they're saving it for when it, when it really counts. That's yeah. I'm excited to see this many kids. So real quick from a programming standpoint, what's it like to program for 120 athletes for a games championship uh, competition? Um, it, well, compared to what I've been doing for pitching throwdowns, it's easier because for pitching throwdowns, we have a varied level of skill, uh, just for the fact that the competition is, it wasn't the CrossFit games. We didn't have the top, um, you know, top 20 in the world at the pit. You know, we, we had some very, very good athletes and we had some of the top in the world, but that scale, was was really tough to meet in the middle (laughs) so to me um it's easier to program for 120 of the fittest kids in the world because i don't have to be as sensitive to those high level skill movements you know or those those loads i don't have to say well i don't i don't want these kids to be staring at the rings for um five minutes during this workout or for the whole workout of say if we started with ring uh started with ring muscle ups and and you know you have three or four kids that can't do them i mean it's not a good look at all on you or your competition when you have kids staring at the rings or trying them and they're just ugly and nobody's able to get any for the whole time so it allows you to um tighten up the test sharp sharpen your pencil so to speak and make things a little bit more uh challenging within the the realm of what is expected i guess is that's what it's yeah 
Makes sense. And you'll have some help with your programming. Uh, in our one of our meetings last week, CrossFit, they let us know that they've got the open, they've got the quarters. And then when it comes to the semis and, of course, the championship, they want us to be a big part of that. It's really you. I shouldn't say us. <laughs> but uh, you'll be doing a lot of that programming, but you'll be working with Dave and Adrian Bosman and the others to really mm -hmm. hone that programming in. And I will say that looking at our after looking at our after action reports over the years, that is by far the thing that all of the athletes who fill out the evaluations, they tell us that programming is their most important consideration. So you got a big job in front of you to to get it right, which I know you will. You're kind of genius along those lines. Brock, I know you just have a few minutes before you've got to get off to powerlifting. So I just want to hit a couple more highlights here. Um, I can talk to everybody about the pit and how to get here and all that stuff. Uh, a couple more questions they've been asking for. Two two things that I just wanted you to address from your perspective, uh, you know, looking, looking over the whole field. So uh, many of them are asking, what about the collegiate age athletes? You know, we've had those athletes at the pit the past two years, I think two, maybe even three, two years. And they, um, we love it. We love that division. Same with that junior varsity or that rookie group. Uh, what are we doing with those kids? Because uh, so I think some of them are worried, frankly, that we're just going to forget about them. And uh, I know that's not the case, but can you speak to that? Yeah, I mean, there's no way we'll forget about those kids because those kids are what helped us build this whole thing into what it is right now. So we will always pay respect to those those kids. And, and I think that those are the kids that are really on our radar I don't want to say more. I would say just as much in a different way than the um, than maybe the the top twenty or thirty in the world in every division. You know, those are the kids that we want to inspire to understand that maybe making the CrossFit Games or going to the CrossFit Games to be a CrossFit Games champion is the highest achievement in your sport. And while we want you to strive for that, uh, there are other layers to this game. You know, and we want to congratulate them and appreciate their hard work and showcase their hard work under this type of a competition still. So we will be offering a similar style competition along the side of the CrossFit Games in some sort of a um, some sort of way. And if we aren't able to do that, then we will figure out a way throughout the season to host a separate event. But as far as the collegiate division goes, and maybe even a younger freshman division or a freshman type division goes, we are going to find a way to do that this year. And one of the things that we've been kicking around is, like I mentioned earlier, earlier I think I mentioned earlier, the, uh, the Collegiate Worlds brand. And that'll be a CrossFit licensed event and we've talked about, you know, running a league throughout the year. Um, I know, Steph, you're very passionate about that, and I love that idea. Uh, we've talked about a few different ways to graduate these athletes to a final championship that will take place at the same time that the CrossFit Games takes place. Awesome. And I know, you know, we're all passionate about those those other kids, and they just make the competition so much fun and to see them get their first bar muscle up or that first handstand walk or whatever it might be that's 
I mean, there's magic there. So Brock, I know you got to go feel free to just log off. I'm going to um, go over a couple other things just about the venue and some things like that. And then, um, yeah, we're definitely, I know, uh, I don't even like to call you a guest because really you're kind of a, yeah. again, co-creator. So well, I'll be, I, I'll be on here quite a bit. I feel like, you yeah. know, I, I, I'd love to keep coming on and keep, um, you know, keep talking to you guys and keep updating as I get them. And, you know, obviously Steph is right in the same pipeline as me. So any information that, that you give out stuff obviously is um, something that they can hang their head on as well. But overall, I just want to say I'm proud to be in the position I'm in. And I want to thank all you guys for trusting me and my team uh, to take on this thing. And I promise nobody's going to be disappointed. If anything, it's going to be just an, um, the opposite feeling. You know, we're going to send you guys away, you know, with your minds blown, hopefully. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, lots more to talk about from here on out. But from here, I do have to go. So nice talking to you. Thanks for having me on, stuff. Right. Thanks. Brock. All right, you guys, Coach Yost is getting, he is going to teach powerlifting, coach powerlifting right now. My daughter Eliana is on the powerlifting team. And uh, it's one of the great things that we have going on at the pit. Um, I mean, we have many things going on there. He coaches at the high school because uh, they he was a big part of getting a new uh, weightlifting room. So it's very nice. Uh, facilities are very nice. And Brock is able to pull in kids from the band or kids from, you know, other sports who maybe they, um, they've never lifted a barbell. And he works with them a lot to get them, you know, lifting those, lifting those weights with that that back squat and the bench press and the deadlift. And then um, we always take a group of kids to state every, it's usually February of every year. I just wanted to, while we're still on here, while I'm still recording, just go over a couple more things related to the pit team throwdown, the CrossFit games by the pit team throwdown in 2024 that you may want to know. Uh, so I have these infographics up here. I also plan to put these on Instagram so you guys can you know, peruse them and take your time to look at them. So this here is uh, Brock talking about the collegiate division. You know, we do plan to have something for you college age athletes. Just stay tuned. I promise it's going to be good. You are in our sights. We love you. We want you there. And you're going to be right alongside the CrossFit Games teenagers for sure with a lot of eyes on you and a lot of opportunities to just have a great time. Uh, same with the JV or rookie athletes. We don't know exactly what that will look like, as Brock said, but uh, we certainly know that you are a vibrant and vital part of what we're doing um, there in that picture is one of the core city CrossFit kids that came to the pit this past summer. Uh, we mentioned that Brock will be uh, doing the programming sponsors and swag. So when I asked, I put kind of a call out for questions and just said, you know, what's on your guys's mind. And they're like, will we get, you know, all the stuff that you get at the CrossFit games. Let me just say this. So the pit and CrossFit are working together. We have meetings. Like he said, I'm in calls all morning. He's in calls all morning. We're in calls together all the time, you know, just talking to across the HQ, different people and sponsorships and marketing and all these things, having these conversations. So it is CrossFit's intent and our intent as well to give you a really great experience, the same uh, level of experience that you have come to expect from the CrossFit Games, as well as the level of experience you expect from, from the pit. So 
Trust me, you guys will be taken care of. I promise. Uh, I have a few more details about how you get here and things like that, which I think I'll just post. You know, you can go to Pit Team Throwdowns on Instagram and find out that information. Essentially, our event uh, is right in the heart of the Midwest. We're about 25 miles north of the Indiana border and about 25 miles south of Kalamazoo, Michigan. That's where the pit is. Uh, it's very likely that part of our event will be offsite. And uh, we're looking at a local college campus, frankly, uh, to do some of the events. So uh, we just want to make sure that we have room for everyone, all the spectators, all of the sponsors, all the people who want to come compete and that we're serving you really well and that you have a great fields of play. So uh, stay tuned for more details about that, but we will definitely be at the pit for a good chunk of the, of the championship competition uh, when it, when it happens this year. And I think those were the main points that I wanted to make sure we covered today. Um, I'll make sure that you guys get the accurate information about exactly how many are going to quarters or semis. Uh, that information will all come out in a press release from CrossFit for sure. And all that information we'll make sure to have for you as well. Uh, I guess I would just uh, sort of sum up this conversation with Brock by saying that uh, we have a camp coming up, you guys, in June, and we would love to have uh, those who can make it to come. We have 36 spots. I think they're starting to fill up, but we've got some room. Um, so it's June 6th through 9th here at the pit. You could have a picture just like this, maybe not just like this, but pretty close uh, when you come to the camp. That's a really good time. And um, yeah, and kind of see what the what we're all about here at the pit. Again, just wanted to remind you that here at Prodigies podcast, the goal is to cover all things related to health and wellness for the teen and young adult athlete and uh, with a, a heavy emphasis on CrossFit as a sport since we are a licensed event provider and that is uh, sort of where our hearts are. We know that the CrossFit modality is genius and it is safe and it is effective and we know that for sure and we want to make sure to to get that out to you in any way that we can. So message me, you guys, send me notes, whatever of content that you'd like to see. And I promise to make my best effort to get it out to you. All right, we'll see you later. I've been coming up hot for a minute. Everybody know the drop when I'm in it. I, I, I drop the top when I'm in it. I'm in it. Everybody know the drop when I'm in it.